Good evening, everybody. Yomiyahu Perik Yudalad. It's a funny chapter because it seems to be so foreign to us, in the sense that throughout Yishayahu and for the most part in Yomiyahu until now, we have become used to the idea of the Navi castigating the people, begging them to return, and of God wanting the people to come back to him. Our chapter seems to present the opposite relationship. At the beginning of the chapter, we have beautiful verses in which Yehuda asks for God to return to them. Im avonenu anuvanu Hashem aseh laman shemecha. If our sins testify against us, we may recognize this line from our tefillot, then do it on account of your own name, Hashem. Ki rabu meshuvatenu lecha chatanu. Our rebelliousness is great. We have sinned to you. Mikveh Yisrael, O hope of Israel, God. Moshiach be'et Sarah, who saves us at a time of need. Lama tihiyah kager ba'aretz. Why should you be? Like a stranger in the land. Come, help us, save us. And yet, when it comes the turn for God to speak, he says to Yirmiyahu, Do not pray for the good of this people. When they fast, I will not listen to their cries. If they give offerings, I do not want them. I'm going to strike them with famine, with hunger, with the sword. Now, of course, we're familiar with the prophetic critique that religious ritual needs to be accompanied by internal acceptance and internal sincerity. But this seems to be present in this chapter, and it is God who is not wanting to accept Israel's prayer. Now, Kalev already mentioned earlier this week my favorite Midrash about Yirmiyahu, that Yirmiyahu is presented by Chazal as the ideal prophet, for he is able to balance both God's demands of Israel, but also Israel's demands of God. He is able to speak in both directions, something which is so difficult, something which other prophets will struggle with. Yirmiyahu is able to engage in this two-way dialogue. And so perhaps the simplest explanation of our chapter is simply that, in contrast to perhaps the majority of the chapters, this is a chapter which pushes in the other direction, in which Yirmiyahu is voicing the concerns of Israel to God. He is on their side representing them in this chapter rather than what we assume to be his more usual role of representing God to Israel. Indeed, this comes up in the comment of the Radak on the verse that I read. Im if we have sinned, says the Radak, Yirmiyahu had not sinned, and yet he speaks of himself as being a part of Am Yisrael. I noticed that the chapter seems to have what is called a chiastic structure. A chiastic structure refers to the end 
being similar to the beginning and to the penultimate part being similar to the second part with the middle in between. The opening verses of our chapter are, as I read, Israel pleading to return to God. The last verses of our chapter from verses 19 are the same. Hama'as ma'asta et Yehuda, verse 19. Do you really despise us of Yehuda? Imbitzion ga'ala nafshecha, do you loathe Zion? Madua hikitanu ve'en lanu marpeh. Why do you strike us so that we have no cure? Thus the beginning and the end are paralleled. So too are the second and second to last sections. In those sections, God twice says he has no interest in Israel's repentance. We've already read some of those verses. When they fast, I will not listen to them. And again, later on. Similar verses occur. What's interesting is the middle of the chapter, where now, for the first time in just a couple of verses, verse 13, we hear Yirmiyahu's voice himself, the individual. God has just said, do not pray for these this people. And Yirmiyahu says, Aha, Adoni Hashem, Hinei Hanevi'im. Omrim lahem. There are prophets who say to them, Lo Do not fear the sword. Buraav and hunger. Lo You shall not have. Ki shalom emet eten lachem. God is bringing you peace. Everything will be tranquil. Yomer Hashem elai. God responds to me. Yirmiyahu. Sheker hanevim nebiim bishmi. These are false prophets. The false prophet is the prophet who tells the people what they want to hear. In the middle of this chapter, in between Israel wanting to return to God and God holding fast, not wishing to return to Israel, stand the prophets of poverty, those who whisper sweet nothings to the people, the Nevi'eh Shekel, who are going to carry on to be a major theme in what we seem to learn from this chapter is that sometimes Israel wishes to return to God more than God wishes to return to Israel. That the role of the Navi, exemplified by Yirmiyahu, is to represent Israel to Hashem as much as it is to represent Hashem to Israel. And that the sort of leadership that we need to be wary of are those who tell us messages that are the messages we want to hear rather than the tough difficult ones.